Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the very first episode of the Secret Filmmaker Society podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about everything filmmaking, digital media, content creation, anything to do with creating video and navigating this creative world. Just uh, being creative. Very, very creative. But yo, why does it have to be a secret, bro? Like, why is everything... It's not really a secret. At the end of the day, it's very inclusive. We are exclusive, but it's very inclusive. So you guys are all part of the Secret Society that we speak a certain language and we understand certain things when it comes to video. So let me like tell you who's here. I'm one of your hosts, Joshua Tubbs, aka Customatic. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, everything at Customatic, filmmaker, digital creative, creating video for the last X amount of years, working with many different companies, brands, people, all sorts of things. Um, and here, as my co-host, we have... Uh, it's your boy, Jay Wills, you know, filmmaker as well, a guy with a camera. That's what I like to say. But, you know, just been doing the same thing, creating for brands, music artists, just really in the city of Toronto and L.A. <laughs> yes, yes. So we are based out of Toronto. So you guys can find us there. If you, you come run around the six, we don't call it the six, though. We just call it Toronto. We're going to dive into this podcast. Um, this is going to teach you guys how to navigate this world. We're going to discuss things, rant, uh, and really dive deep into our experiences with uh, video and film, as well as just discussing things that we see from afar and what we think about it, and just our input, whether it be good, bad, or neutral. So, like, the first thing we want to get into is, Wills, how do you pull inspiration for your videos? It's actually crazy. I don't really pull inspiration so much to say, like, ah, cool, I'm doing a video. Let me go, you know, pull some inspiration more times when I'm doing stuff, not even when I'm doing stuff, my my ritual, like, I wake up, and a lot of people, their first thing they do is, like, scroll through Instagram and stuff like that. Like, yeah, sometimes if I have a notification, I might open it, but I love, I love Vimeo, man. I just jump up, wake up, go on Vimeo, scroll through, find some inspiration. Sometimes I share it with my friends, you know, let them know what's going on, what I'm seeing. Like this and morning? Then, yeah, this morning, <laughs> man. This morning got up and it's like i was watching a few short clips and it's like they're all like within like a minute two minutes and it's like yo these things are crazy new effects transitions and it's like yo i want to create some shit like that one day it's like i love working with brands and it's like how can i take like certain things that i see in films and like other commercials and like these little effects and like throw it in there and make this stuff like look crazy what do you look for for me um pulling inspiration i'd say it comes from music and just real world things. At the end of the day with music, it doesn't have to be about music videos or anything like that. It's just music makes me feel a certain way that pushes me to want to create a certain visual for it. So, example, if I'm listening to like, let's say Outkast, Sorry Miss Jackson, that brings me back to automatically grade six, right? So music brings me back to a certain time or a certain period. And I always want to create, again, movies, visuals, stories. Using music, I feel like, is what really pulls me into a certain headspace to create. As well as just, like, taking a walk and just, like, observing the world. Sounds kind of weird, kind of creepy, like, just, like, watching people. But I think watching people, it gives you that perception of what's going on. And you can actually, like, take that in and just channel it yourself and kind of turn it into your own type of inspiration. You know what's crazy? On the note to music, music, I don't know, it paints a picture for me. It really does. Um, I like listening to things that have like a lot of noise or ambient noises, sounds that really make you feel a certain way. Right now, I'm listening to like Sonder a lot because like it really paints a picture for me. It sets the mood. 
it makes me feel like I can really like make a movie off of this. And it's like, yo, I just one day want to make a movie, you know? So it's like, I, I really like dive into like a lot of different music and like get those, those little like sounds. And it's like, yo, all right, cool. This makes me feel this way. This paints this color, like stuff like that. And it's really weird to say that because some people don't see things like that, but that's really what it is. It's like, as a creative or as a visual creative, whatever you want, like however you want to twist it and say it, it's like music really does like, you know, put images in your head and it makes you feel a certain way. Definitely. I would say music pushes like so many things at the end of the day. It's like, it is the inspiration for a lot of things in this world, but like even turning off of that point with inspiration, a kind of a story, what's the difference between inspiration and but in copying? And the reason why, I have a story with um, Sam Colder. So Sam Colder is from Toronto. Shout out Sam Colder. He's a filmmaker out here, um, but traveling the world. And he has a pretty dope picture. He's a filmmaker, but he has a lot of dope photography on his Instagram. And what happened was he had this picture where he's in front of some aquarium in maybe Dubai. And the picture is dope. He's jumping in front of the aquarium. The picture looks cool. And someone else did the exact same, like not meaning like a different place and their own spin on it, but the exact same photo, exact same place, the exact same jump, almost exact same place with like the fish. Were but in. let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Did it look like the exact same picture? It looked like the exact. You know what's same really picture. crazy about that? Like they say, no two photographers will take the same picture. I kind of disagree with that <laughs> shit because like I've like. I've never been to a photo walk. Actually, no, I've been to one. But, like, I don't go to those because it's like, yo, one person's posing with a smoke smoke bomb, smoke grenade. Or I don't know what the fuck those things are. Um, but it's like, yo, it's one person's posing with that and there's, like, five people. Like, yeah, or not five people, but it's, like, five, like, 50 people, whatever, all pointing their cameras. Like, at least 20 people have the same focal length. At least, like, out of those 20 people, at least five of them are going to have the exact same settings. And then they're going to go home. And because, like, there's so many people that looked to like i would say only a handful of photographers and they're like yo i like the way they edit so when you're done with that out of that group of 50 people like i like i said when i narrow when you narrow it all down you're gonna end up having the same photo as like three people out of that group exact same tones exact same like everything's almost exactly the same but it's like i think people with cameras might end up with the same photos if like you know you put them in the same room or whatnot but it's like if you put two creatives in the same room, two like real creatives in the same room, like you and I, if you put us in the same room, give us the same model, we're not going to look at it the same way. We're not going to take the picture the exact same way. We're not going to like, you know, even if it's lit the exact same way, we're not going to be like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I like this pose and you're like, oh, I like that pose too. And it's like, we'll both take the picture. But at the end of it, it's like, oh, you see my photo, you see, you see Josh's photo. And it's like, oh, these are two different photos. But it's like, and then you will be able to tell like, oh, Josh took this. Jay took this. Yeah, right, exactly. Cool. It's dope. But it's like, yo, man, you got to stop. People People these days, I think it's the accessibility that allows them to, to do things like this. Like Instagram is here. All of our phones have like 12 megapixels. So it's like, that's all you really need. That's so, true. You know, people are just copying each other. That's true. And, and, well, the thing is like also with inspiration, I think people need to take that into account where it's, I'm taking an idea from what someone did and like putting it my own spin on it. Like the guy who did that and copied the other guy's photo, it was like supposedly too, he got paid for it. So that's kind of like, uh, like you're doing it now for a job and you're just copying someone else's work. So it's like at that point, it's like take what someone's done and put your own spin on it in a way or take from a bunch of different people and then mold it to something new rather than just looking at something someone does that maybe inspires you. 
It's crazy. Right. Nothing new under the sun. I know that's what they say. It's like, exactly. Use a reference. Use your reference points. But yeah, you know, you're not going to recreate man. the wheel. It's already been done. You know what I mean? But do something a little different. So that it kind of gets like shifty there. That line gets blurred where it's like, okay, am I inspiring you or are you just copying exactly what I'm doing? And it's like I seen someone else do this with another uh, person, and I even had to say like, hold up, because I knew the type of stuff that the other person created and then I'm seeing theirs and I was like, whoa, 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 this is the exact same. Like, I understand if you're inspired, but please don't rip people off because it's like that part is, I know they say a good artist copy, great artist steal, but it's not cool. It's so not if cool you either. love something so much, what do you think about collaborating with that person? I know sometimes it's really hard to like reach out to people, but like, I feel like collaborating is like something that people need to look into instead of just like copying stuff. It's like, if you have an opportunity and you want to like work on something and it's like, yeah, there's inspiration coming from like other people and like instead of copying and like you want to you might want to learn like, you know, posing people like stuff like that. Instead of cop, like I said, instead of copying, just like try to collaborate, try to like reach out to people. It's like, yo, Josh, I like your work. You know, I like the way like, you know, you, you position your subjects. How How can I like, you know, how can we work together? Like figure out what i have to offer figure out what you have to offer and it's like collaborate like figure out something like work together and like come up with new project like products instead of copying copying is so whack you know what i mean and but the thing with the collaboration as well that part is like oh it's it's great and i i i think collaboration is something everyone should do at certain points but then there's also that point where it's like who does what and where people's strengths lie you know what i mean like, if it's working with someone, like, let's say you have no idea who they are. Like, we've worked together so many times. We know exactly we can do either the same thing or we do different things. We know where to, like, it's it's different with us because it's, like, on another level of, like, psychic shit. But when it comes to other people collaborating together, sometimes it's, like, do you know where your strength lies and where that person's strengths lie and why you guys are collaborating before you just kind of, like, just do something? Again, you can just do something and it can come out great, but... If you strategically kind of think about it before you, know you do it. You what's really interesting about that? It's like even when you don't know somebody, you you know what you have to offer. Yeah. And you know that you approach that person because they have something to offer. And it might it might even just cue down to like, okay, cool. I want to do something. I want to go shoot in places that I've never shot. I want to learn lighting. And like this person... It seems like their shots are always lit properly, so they will guide me in the right direct. Di- no, sorry, direction. Yeah. So it's like if you if they're gonna guide me in the right direction to get like you know better locations, better lighting. It's like I might be better at posing my subject. It's like yeah, like their pictures are dope because the lighting and location, but it's like their subjects always kind of weak. It's like all right, cool. Like it's like you know you need to kind of analyze because. Everyone has something to offer at the end of the day, but it's like you really need to know what that person has to offer you. And it's like, yeah, if they if they don't have anything to offer, that's where it can kind of like turn into something. Where, yeah, where does that go? I don't, I feel like that can go into the direction where like you can you can take like a mentorship type of role. Like, and there is no age limit to like, you know, a mentor. Like your mentor can be someone that's fourteen that just you know knows a lot. And you can be like thirty, and it's like you're getting into it. Like, I'm I'm young. I don't consider myself in any position to be a mentor, but like I've been asked and I've been told, like, yo, I look up to you, and it's like, oh, that's amazing. Like, and that's a great feeling. But it's like, 
I like I said, I'm I've I don't feel like I'm in any real position to be like, yeah, I'm someone's mentor or like, you know, whatever it is. But I feel like, like you personally don't? Me personally, like I don't think I could be a mentor. Really? No. I don't think so. I don't think I've reached where I wanted to go in life yet. But at the same time, if someone from high school that doesn't really know what they want to do comes up to me and they're like, yo, like, can you tell me about your experiences? I feel like being a mentor can be as simple as just talking to people about your experiences and like guiding them through things. But I really don't feel like I'm at like that position where I can like constantly give somebody advice. I might be able to sit down and talk to you once and be like, yeah, hey, like, <laughs> I did this. Don't do this. Don't do not do this. Stay in school, kids. Stay in school. Like, I'm anti-school, by the way. But yeah, um, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm in that position. See, that's weird to me because personally, because I know you. And I've known what you've done already. And I know how talented you are. It's weird that you say that, that you don't think you can. Because, like, one, if I were to see you talk or mentor somebody and just, like, talk to them once, twice, three times, four times, you have enough, actually, like, knowledge and experience that they can, just based off what you tell them, they can go really, really far. And, like, that's how I see mentorship as, right? Like, they're giving you advice that, like, plants the seeds or the path to get to where you need to go. And it's funny that you say you don't think you are, because I would say, yeah, you can definitely mentor someone, especially if someone is like, are you talking about from ground zero or are you talking about from someone? It's really weird because, yo, I've actually had a conversation with a few people at um, a round table for um, creator class. Shout out to them for inviting me. And it was like, it was just interesting. It's like just my mind was wrapped around like a lot of different things that were being said. And it's interesting because any person in any room can be a mentor to someone. And I don't think it boils down to experience necessarily or who you know, what you know type thing. It's just like a mentor can simply be somebody that guides you through like whatever it is you're going through and like helping you. And we commonly, not commonly, sorry. And we've been like told and like, it's just a system. Like everything that we think is all like the system and our perception of certain things and it's like we need to kind of knock knock ourselves out of that mental space where we're only doing what we're told and thinking what we're told a mentor and i take like you know i know i feel like i'm not in a place to be a mentor but like i'm definitely in a place anybody's in that place to be a mentor you could be a mentor like you know the next person beside me could be a mentor anyone that i work with i personally look to as a mentor because I learn things from you. I learn things from the next person. They learn something from me. So it's like there's always that that relationship between two people that are working together where you're learning something. I feel like a mentorship is like where you're learning. A lot of people say, like, oh, yeah, you know, a mentor is someone that's going to get you jobs or a mentor is someone that like, you know, is so much farther than you like career wise. And it's like I I sat back sometimes. I sit back sometimes and I'm like, yo that doesn't necessarily mean like you're a mentor. It's like, yeah, you're linking me with jobs, but it's mm. like, you're not really my mentor. You're just yeah, someone you're that's my like, agent. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> are you my agent? It's like, yeah, it's like those, those types of vibes. It's like, you know, a mentor is someone that like, I guess you could say it makes you feel good about yourself. Someone that like, not only you, you hit them up like, yo, I need advice. I need help. It's someone that like hits you up. It's like, yo, are you good? Like, yo, we're doing this. And it's like, I, it's really weird, like, tying everything back to inspiration, collaboration, and stuff like that. It's, like, my inspiration comes from my friends and people around me because, like, I see them working hard or, like, even when I see them falling, it's, like, yo, bro, like, pick it up. 
You know what I mean? Like those are those are things. So it's like even from that, like I have a really close friend of mine, Chad. He's like, yo, you're like a mentor to me because like you make sure like I'm always like one step ahead or like if I'm falling behind, you're like, yo, you check me on it. And it's like, yo, I re- like that when he told me that one time. It's like, yo, bro, that's crazy. And it's like even from that conversation, it took like my thought about mentorship to another level where it's like, yo, it's more than just somebody getting you jobs and somebody that's like been in the industry for years. You know what I mean? So. That's like that's my take and spin on like all that stuff. But in the dictionary, I think it says something like a mentor or someone that gets you jobs and stuff like that. I don't know. Oh, like the the exact definition of mentor. Let me check, <laughs> let me check Webster right now. Yeah, it might say something like that. Okay, because yeah, because with mentorship with me, it's weird because with me coming up the way I did video, like I really had to teach myself, right? So I, I really... think hold on, stop, not to cut you yeah, off. Like... I think what's crazy about that is like we're in a generation where everyone teaches themselves how to do things because one, everything's so accessible. And two, it's like there's YouTube. Yeah. We have YouTube to like teach us things, and like cameras aren't that expensive anymore. And because like you can get one camera that can do everything, mm-hmm. you know that's crazy. That's actually I have a point on that too. Let me I'll backtrack to that after. But um, yeah, like you're saying with the mentorship, like it's it's I have a different like outlook on it. Kind of like I believe like you're saying too, like everyone could be a mentor. Uh, you learn from everyone. I totally believe that 100 percent because it's like you can learn from any person, anyone that has surpassed you hasn't or isn't even in the same lane as you in the sense of they're not even doing the same thing as you but um it's it's cool because i've never i feel like in that that definition you're saying like the definition of of mentor of like someone that is like been doing it way before you and it's like overlooking and making sure you don't make the wrong steps that they did i never felt like i've ever had that because one doing video and film was like taught myself at an early age like let's say 14 i started to really dive deep into it and it's like at that time there wasn't really that many people doing it as there is now right like really and truly the only like people you know were like steven spielberg and like director x like when he was like doing it back in the day other than that there was not that many people doing it. and there was like another guy sharpshooter that was like in the city and a couple other people but that was it you know what i mean so it was like when you kind of move forward um when it came to mentorship i never really felt like i had the old head telling me what to do you know what i mean or that person yeah. that you said like it's surpassed but again i do believe wholeheartedly in the sense of like learning from your friends learning from the people beside you i learned from you many times you know what i mean i learned from this person that person like i take from everybody where it's like it's a mentorship like a constant ongoing one so what well, does webster's dictionary define it as? webster <laughs> says a mentor a trusted counselor or guide a tutor a coach so i mean it's crazy that that's what it says in the dictionary and what we think a mentor actually is is like something that's like much greater than that that is said in a dictionary. We we look at a mentor as someone that you know we intern for, like things like that, like all these all these things that they're really not. And it's like, yo, know, a mentor, like it says here, it's just like a coach or a guide, and it's like we all guide each other to like you know the next step. I, I too, like yeah, like coming up into this it's like i never really looked i never really had anybody i'm from brampton so it's like who in brampton is doing videos like i'm a kid that doesn't really drive much places i don't know how to take the bus what am i gonna do mom can you drop me somewhere it's like you know 2014 i got into remix project and like that's where i started really realizing like you know the creative the creative um, community in in toronto and like how much people are doing it how much people are out there that you can, you know, talk to. 
and even like from that i always told my friends around me i'm like yo anywhere i go and that i get into it's like if you need that help i'm gonna try to bring you around i'm gonna try to introduce you to these people so that way we all can get like that help that we need that guidance so that we can get to the next level i never i never feel like you know i never i'm never greedy with my like what i'm learning the knowledge that i'm getting and like the people that i know it's like if i'm doing something and i there's like that opportunity to bring you in i'm gonna bring you in and if you get an opportunity off of that cool i'm not gonna be sour about it there's a lot of people out here and i feel like that's probably that's one of the one of the reasons why a lot of people are like looking for mentors and they're not finding it because a lot of people are sour and a lot of people are trying to hold on to those connections and like those things. Yeah. And it's like, yo, also like you gatekeeper know. type thing or just Yeah, like- everyone's <laughs> like, yo, a lot of people are gatekeepers to like it's weird, yo. And yo, it's actually so weird and people are gatekeepers to like things that they shouldn't really be gatekeepers yeah. to cuz it's like, yo, if you really sh- if you share all of this with somebody, we're never going to forget you and we'll always make sure like, you know, we'll always check for you. Like, that's that's the way I was raised and the way I think. It's like, yo, like I said, I always, like, try to bring my people in when I'm doing stuff or, like, try to, like, introduce them to people because, yo, at the end of the day, I might not be good at doing something that they might be better at doing. And it's like, all right, cool. You already know this person? Like, this person's going to cover it. Like, they'll do it. They'll do a great job. And it's like, yo, kill it. I'm not going to sit here and be sour about it. Like, ah. Oh, I shouldn't have introduced Josh to that guy because now he's doing something for Adidas and I'm stuck at home watching fucking anime or something, you know? It's like, no, I'm not going to be sour about it because, like, I know at the end of the day when that opportunity comes up where someone's, like, that same Adidas company comes to him and says, like, yo, here's... It comes back. Like, if they come and they're like, yo, here's 50 Gs to do something, Josh could be like, yo, I'm directing something like what role do you want i'm like yo let me dp that like yo give me the camera yo any (laughs) camera you get i'm I'm gonna learn to use it and that's like that's another thing it's like yo just learn to do things yo sometimes you gotta lie and be like yo i know how to use that of course like why wouldn't i i'm a filmmaker i can shoot with anything put it in my hand it's like yo literally you might have to do research on the internet or if like you know you cameras are all the same they are as long as you get it to like the settings mm-hmm. and you figure out where those settings are some some of these menus are confusing mm-hmm. like red is not the most confusing but like it's kind of confusing yeah but you get through it after like an hour yeah that's true you can go back I, there's sure times i've used cameras mm-hmm. i've used cameras that like i've never used before i like just google something real quick and then like you learn how to do it and i've honestly never told anybody i can't do yeah, something yeah. like well, and like you said before, we live in the information age where it's like, how can you tell someone you can't do anything when it's like... I'm not crippling myself. Yeah, man. you know what I mean? And it's they like, always can say... Can you walk? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know you can. But yeah. I always say like, always say yes. And then... But the thing is, there's a there's one thing about that where it kind of gets kind of tricky is like, when someone... Like, it's different. You're super experienced. I'm super experienced. So if we say like, yeah, we know how to do something, but we don't necessarily at that moment know 100%. We know we can figure it out. But what about someone that's like just coming in and they're like, they got some link to a project that's like pretty big deal. And then they say, yeah, I know. Look and they guidance. don't know what the hell they're doing. We just talked about that. Look for guidance. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but like you said, you know what? It kind of goes back to what you just said. We're like in that information period. We're in that, you know, we're in that era where... We can find the information. We all have smartphones. We can literally just like pick up our phone, do some research, and be like, oh, you know, YouTube something. Don't Google it. Just pick up the phone, man. You don't have to have a computer. Just pick up your phone. 
do some research as soon as you pop like i said an hour early like if you really don't know what you're doing two hours early make sure that you can do that make sure like you know you let them know like you have to set timelines for yourself as well where it's like yo all right cool i need to learn how to use this like you don't tell them hey i need to learn to use this be like yo setup is kind of intense i need like extra time i know start time is this can we can i be there like if you don't have access to the equipment the night before which as like you know a camera user you should definitely have access to the equipment the night before um try to pull up to set early and tell whoever is holding on to the equipment like yo i you know i need to set up i need to make sure everything's working properly and like you know just you know kind of twist it a little bit do your research the night before you know what you're gonna use before like you you go to a shoot and if you don't <laughs> i don't know you gotta ask questions asking questions is key look for a mentor look for guidance that's true that's true that's true yeah no because i was trying to say in the sense of like when people if like they always say if you don't know how to do something say yes and figure it out later now like that's the thing yeah Which, but then it's like what happens if you aren't at that point where you can actually figure it out you know what i mean because like figuring out is one thing but like not about not figuring it out but you can't really do it to that level that you're saying you can do it pretty much like faking the funk you definitely gotta you know fake it till you make it so like you still think like the person should still do that, or are they doing a disservice yeah, and just saying, you know what, this isn't for if me? If this is if this is like the beginning of your career, that's what I'm saying. Like if someone's doing it, will, and they you will end up outshining it eventually. So yeah, mm-hmm. fake it till you make it. I don't know. That's, that's how I feel. I, I'm just saying in a sense of like doing a disservice to the client. Like if the client's like expecting to pay you 20 G's and expecting 20 G's, yo man, if they're work, expecting to pay you 20 G's, <laughs> they're looking at the wrong person. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's how you somehow you got that's caught up client. in that, but that, you're not ready. At that point, that's on the client. Like yo, fix up, bro. <laughs> if you're if you're about to spend 20 G's, go find go find yourself yeah, a customer. Yeah, they got better research. Go find research. yourself with J. Wills. And that's like, true. Let us take care of it. Like, <laughs> that's, if you have 20 G's at your disposal. You're not going to go on Instagram and find a kid that, like, when you scroll through his stuff, it's like, oh, this guy just started. He looks like he, you know, he can do, he can do the job. Yeah. There's the difference between doing the job mm. and, like, killing it. Like, I, I don't doubt, I don't ever doubt myself that I won't be able to kill something. It's like, I know I could do the job. Everyone and anybody with a camera or whatever their skill is can do the job, but it's like. What are you? What are you actually doing? Like, how far are you gonna take it? Like, another thing that's like really crazy is like when when people are like, yeah, like this is my price, and it's like, oh, but this guy's charging this much. It's like, yeah, that guy's charging that much because of the lack of experience and he's not actually a creative. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that actually pisses me off when people try to, I guess, price match in this field because you can't. It's not like you're going to Walmart to you can't buy. Price match, or you gonna like go to Michael Bay and say like, "Yo, I only have five hundred bucks. Let me pay you." <laughs> or like, "Yo, I'm gonna pay you after when I blow up." It's like, bro, yo, go to oh, Full Locker man. and tell them like, "Yo, can I get these shoes when I when I blow up? I'll pay you." Yo, that's kid. Let's talk about that because that's I think like a lot of you like filmmakers and video people that are just starting out or have like are just like navigating. You guys are gonna deal with that a lot when it comes to music videos. No, not only them like. I've been doing this for a few well, years. Yeah. And I'm still Don't get doing me wrong. it. There's still people that come to you. I've had someone probably like a couple weeks ago say the exact same thing, and I'm like, it doesn't. No, it's you know crazy. I mean? like, you think with age comes like with age and like climbing that ladder, you don't deal with this. It's like, yo, you deal with it just as much. It's like you still got those people that are bold. That's why me. I kind of left the music industry because they still trust. think $500 is enough to get a Lambo <laughs> and like you know a big studio space, and then everyone's good. Like, yo, can I get a red cam? Yo, we're gonna throw a Lambo and like we're gonna have a huge like background. I'm like. Like they what want world the world on some next. No, trust Narnia, me. Did you climb through the closet? Like, <laughs> come out the closet. Come out the closet, buddy. 
Like, it's crazy. No, that's what, no, you're right. Like, it doesn't matter what level you really get to. You still have those people that come and ask and expect, like, the world with, like, the lowest budgets in the world. But I, I really think, like, especially when you're beginning, a lot of people are going to ask you that. Like, if you're just starting out, everyone's going to, like, try to, like, on that, hey, let's collab and, like, I got nothing or just this little that's a, bit. That's and then, crazy. Like, when I blow. You know what's funny? When, like, going back to collaboration yeah. is, like, like I said, sometimes people don't have something to offer. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, that's when it comes to collaborating. Like, say, if you and I collaborate mm-hmm. or, like, you know, I collaborate with another creative or something. It's, like, we're, we're creating something together. The funniest is, like, when a, a client, quote-unquote client, comes to you and says hey let's collaborate it's like <laughs> what are we collaborating on yeah like, how are you helping me create yeah. you're just gonna stand there i'm gonna shoot you and then you're gonna get a product so we're not collaborating exactly yeah you have music or whatever it is but it's like i i don't feel like that's collaborating i i, I don't know i might be looking at it wrong someone might argue like yo bro like that is collaborating because they're putting the music on the table but it's like no it's like it has to be an equal yo, trade-off of what's yeah being, it's like, like are you helping me shoot? Like, what am I gaining from this? Exactly. Like, like, if they're paying directly for something, then it's like, okay, I understand. It's a trade off. I just, or, I just, I just checked your YouTube. You get fifty views. We're not collaborating, buddy. You're <laughs> like, not doing me a service. It's not going to be getting me. What and am like I that one thing where people are like about, and that's even going into the, another topic where it's talking about um, uh, exposure, which is like. We always hear people like, I can't pay my bills with exposure. I can't do this with exposure. But exposure is necessary in, in certain aspects. You know what? But I can't pay my bills with exposure. You want to know why I say that? Cause, you like, say you yo, can or you can't? I can. Are you, you can't? Dumb? <laughs> yo, come well, on, I know bro. what you're going to say. I think not, I know what you're going to say. Okay, so now here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not literally going to go to my to Rogers and be like, hey, guy, I got 50K <laughs> followers. Like, yo, here's 500 of my followers. My bill's paid. You know what I mean? But like, if. <laughs> if I do a video for someone that's associated or has, like, you know, the right eyes watching, I don't care. Like, here's here's another thing. Like, yeah, going back to what I just said about, like, the 50 views and things. Yeah. Now it's, like, say if you get 50 of the right views, that leads to, you know, a potential, like, client. Like, say if I shoot something for somebody that has, they might have, like, how much ever followers or whatever it is. They might not be popping, but it's, like, certain brands and certain, like... They have CEOs eyes on and stuff like, yeah, they have watching. eyes on them. It's like, yo, I've I've been, I've been to shows before where it's not popping. There's like thirty people in the room, but mm-hmm. there's five of the right people in the yeah. room, and those that's, five people that's, that's actually a big thing are seeing me walking around with the camera, and then it's like I recognize that they're people that are doing something yeah. or they're at like whatever level they're at, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, let me hold a conversation with this person. Yeah, and it's like because I went and I did that cheap job, yeah. and I'm there. Yeah. I had that conversation. Mm-hmm. So like, yo, the exposure paid my bills. Cause <laughs> I, that guy just done, that guy I just spoke to just gave me five G's to mm-hmm. shoot. Yeah. I don't know. Me cutting paper. Yeah. Me coloring a coloring book. But I mean? also too is like that's also knowing how to leverage an opportunity. Cause it's like there are times when it's like, sure, if you do something for exposure, but you gotta know how to leverage the opportunity. Like you can't look at that. A lot of people will look at that opportunity and be like, This has to directly get me something. So they don't see the views or they don't see that like someone came to them and said hey i saw that video now i want to work with you they don't think that it got them anything but you gotta know how to like go out there and kind of grind yourself and be like hey take what you did for exposure and then leverage leverage it off to get something better 
you know what I mean? Get I don't know if say this super wrong. I can't remember the exact quote, mm-hmm. but like it's with what you're saying, it's something that's been flying around like a lot. It's not like oh my god, you're not the first person. I know I'm not the first person to say this, but it's like yo, luck is like preparation. We got an exclusive here. We got an exclusive <laughs> guy. But cult. yo, I'm about to drop some <laughs> knowledge, fake deep. Anyways, um, pretty much it's like yo, everyone. Everyone knows and the saying where it's like luck is is preparation meets opportunity or opportunity meets preparation, whatever. Like I said, I'm not going to say that. Right I never now. heard that. I um, need to write that. You've down. definitely heard that before. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, people like come up to me sometimes. They're like, yo, you did stuff for so and so. You're so lucky. It's like, am I luckier? Did I just like work up to like to that point? Exactly. Where it's like, I have something to show yeah. and I was presented that opportunity. And it's like, all right, cool. Like if I wasn't prepared for that situation, if I didn't have the material, then like, am I still lucky? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, and also it's like with that, it's like, yo, if you're, if someone brings you to the door or if like you're at the door, don't like lightly tap on it. Like kick that shit down. Yeah, for real. You know, you're not gonna get anywhere just by like being in the back with like your camera hoping that someone's gonna approach you. It's like mm-hmm. you're there. Yo, shoot your shot. Either take your pictures. Shoot your shot twenty seventeen. Shoot your shot. And I mean <laughs> that literally, like shoot your shot with like y- your camera. Mm-hmm. Shoot your shot. <laughs> um take those pictures, shoot that video, and like just make sure it circulates. Make sure that those people that you're shooting for sees it. What I do a lot, and it's not like a big secret that anybody would be like, oh, my God, I never knew you could do that before. But, like, yo, shoot for brands and shoot for, like, shoot to music and stuff like that for people that are, like, you know, accessible. And when I say that, it's like people within your city, first and foremost, because, like, if you shoot for a brand in your city and that circulates, you know, you hashtag, you tag them, whatever it is. They're going to see it. If they like it, and I don't mean like literally like press like on Instagram. If they like what they see, they're going to they're going to they're going to hit you up like, "Yo, I really liked what you did. Like, would you be interested in doing some more work?" You know, don't like even if you're like on set behind the scenes and you're not the main person doing whatever it is, shoot your shot. Do what you got to do, present it and be like, "Yo, I know you didn't ask me to do this, but like, you know, I just wanted to like you know, extend my service and like give you this. Cause at the end of the day, you're doing behind the scenes. You want to be there. Yeah. You know, like one thing that I took in, it's like you went to you went to LA and you shot that that Complex Con Comics video. Con. Yeah. And like you sent it to me before before you put it out and like I seen it and I'm like, this is dope. And after before you sent it to me, I seen what you know, I'm sorry to say this, <laughs> I seen what Complex did and it's like Complex, if you see this, if you read this, hire my boy Customatic. Like, yo, <laughs> what you guys put out was garbage, and you guys had people running around with red cams. He has mm-hmm. a six D. Like, come on, like shots fired, shots fired, <laughs> yo. But it's true. No, no, no actually, it's... shots aren't fired. Camera no, fired, though. yeah. No. <laughs> Fire it's true camera, though, man. Because you know what? And I've seen things like you've done before too. That I've seen other people be in the same place, and it's like not up to par. You know what I mean? So, and yo, that's bigger the camera official. doesn't mean better quality. It doesn't oh, ultimately mean that. It's like. And that goes two ways. I can argue back and forth with myself about this mm-hmm. where it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, one, like when I started off, I had a T3i and it's like, yo, Wills, why did you upgrade to a 7D? It's like, because like I've outgrown that camera and like I knew what I needed to like level up. Yeah. And then from that, it's like, I knew what I need to level up from that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I went to full frame and it's like, 
yo, the camera doesn't mean anything. Why don't you just get another lens? It's like, because now I have full frame, I can like hold more detail yeah. to like my framing. Like I don't have to like, you know, go across the street to get, you know, you, <laughs> your full frame. body. You know, I can like just be there with you, like present. Yeah. Talk to you instead of having to yell across the street and like certain things like that. It's mm-hmm. like, I upgraded again. And after it's like, why did you upgrade? It's like, because like, I know what I was lacking, what I needed. And it's like nothing that you get in terms of like technologies can be f- fully future proof. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Cameras there's like stu- die out, like within, I'd say not like even cameras, everything. Oh, like, yeah, that's true. There's things out there like, yo, you think you're, you're what? What's the most right now? Your 128 or 64 four gig RAM oh, yeah. computer is, is nice. <laughs> nah, no, man. watch five years, or not even five years from now, but just watch time from now. Man, think about like, yo, back in the day, not even back four in gigs the day. was enough back in That's the day. That's what I'm saying. Yo, like, I really realized my very first computer was 20 my gigs of space. Has more than four gigs of no phone, bro. Take this in. My first computer was 20 gigs of RAM, uh, of space, like my full computer. That was my very first computer, and I realized like, That's yo, 20 crazy. gigs is like. I don't know, a USB drive for people. You know what I mean? Like, and a, a one that you just bring to class or you bring to like, just like to do something and bring it. Like it's, it's crazy how technology goes by so fast. And speaking of that, like technology, when it comes to cameras and stuff, yo, I'm seeing, cause every day there's something new. Like I was telling you the other day, I want to upgrade my camera. And then you were saying to get the C200. C200. Yeah, yeah. 200. And like that, like it makes sense. It has all the specs and whatnot. But again, I feel like in another two, three years, it's going to be something else that's going to be. For sure. You know what I mean? But it's like with everything being so accessible now, I guess, with technology, with the equipment and stuff, like do you think people need to be buying expensive, more expensive cameras to set themselves apart? Or do they still can use like entry level I or mid level cameras? Do, you can do with what you got. Mm hmm. Don't think that, oh, man, I'm going to go break break the bank yeah. just to, like, get a new camera or get new tools, whatever it mm-hmm. is. It's like, if you don't have the means to actually do it, make do with what you got because, yo, it's so crazy to think that, like, I've seen stuff, people shooting with, like, their T6i stuff. I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I understand, like, the main medium right now is, like, Instagram, Twitter, and stuff like that. But that's not my goal. And what I'm looking for, it's, like, when I have the client that's putting up screens inside stores and stuff, it's like I need to make sure like my quality's held up. Yeah, and as I'm saying, that question is more geared towards I'd say the the person that's been doing it for a longer time and is taking it serious, not just the entry level or person that's like occasional, but like the professional that's like there's really consumer, pro consumer, and professional. Yeah, that you know, figure out person. figure out where you're at, figure out where you really want to go, figure out what you have in your pocket, aim for aim for aim for that that camera that you want to get, but like be realistic with yourself. I had to like, you know, any, any, like any filmmaker that's really trying to do this, they're like, yo, I want a red. I want an Ari. It's like, all right, tone it down, buddy. Can you afford it? (laughs) I couldn't afford it. I really want one of those cameras. Can I afford it? No. Mm. So I don't have one. I went and I got a 5D instead. I'm just like trying to do my thing with that. And it's like, I think when you know what it lacks and where, you know, you're being held back in terms of quality, that's you know i think that's like the best thing knowing what your weaknesses are so that way you can like build around it and not then do things that doesn't focus on it yeah recently i bought a monitor just to like to just to boost my quality so it's like yo that that record is amazing yo. yo i was gonna bring it today but <laughs> See. yeah it was like those things it's like 
I'm trying to dive deeper into coloring and learning coloring and stuff. And it's like, I realized something in like doing a lot of research and like reading up on like, you know, what's the difference and the real reason why this monitor is better. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. why did you just spend another $500 just to like shoot on the monitor? It's like, yeah, because now when I'm coloring, you're not going to see it. Like, you're not going to see those weird lines between like, you know, two different colors or yeah, two of the true. same colors. And it's like, you know, it's just offering like more colors mm-hmm. in in that picture and stuff like that it's like just knowing what you want and what your goals are can really help you like help identify with you know your the tools that you need and the tools that you don't need like there's wants and needs it's like yeah you might want i want a re but it's like yo i don't need do you it need right one now. it's like the same thing with the 4k right now like I do want 4K. like a red. Do we need 4K, 4K at the moment? Like, just realistically, so that you know, Instagram plays back standard definition. That's what I'm saying. How many of you guys right now on YouTube actually go and change your quality settings to 4K to watch a video? Like, majority of you guys don't do that. You just watch. Who has it, time for that? And it's probably at 360, 480, max 720 or 1080. I think you can play it. You can quote unquote play back in 1080p when you're on YouTube, depending on your device. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it only plays back 720. It's really weird. Like, a, there's a lot of things that people don't know and that's because you guys are the consumers um and hopefully the people listening that aren't consumers and creatives they're like learning something when we say this but yeah it's not it's not really playing back at the quality that you're shooting at yeah. you but notice it does the difference help though. you do notice it the difference does. like it i do does. notice like a 4k video will look better online like on youtube or even on instagram sometimes oh, yeah but then there's so times you depth. can't tell the difference a lot of times like when you see the real 4k cameras shooting stuff or like the like whatever k like 6k 4k 5 like all that stuff it's you know a lot of people don't realize or don't know that it's not so much the resolution only but it's also the bit rate and it's like you will definitely see the difference between an 8 bit rate like camera and a 24 like look how big of a difference in numbers that is already and it's like you don't know that you know within that that's like millions of like pixels and like all this shit and like the depth of color depth or sorry not pixels yeah it's like a couple million and thousands of um it's, it's a lot colors lot it's, it's a lot. lot it's like yeah from black to white you have like you know whatever mm-hmm. how much ever different shades of gray but it's like when you shoot 24 it's like you have that much more shades of gray yeah so you but know, that's so. the thing because i saw this 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 filmmaker was also talking about how he wants to uh he's changing his system he had like a canon c he has a canon c300 and he was shooting 4k and he realized like he doesn't really need it at the moment like aside from doing client projects that need that like commercial projects for like whatever when it comes to majority of his products, he doesn't need to be at 4K. So that's also a big decision for like thinking about my next camera purchase and like what I'm going to do. Do I need it? Or again, just rent it when the, the project comes. Like if a project comes and a client has... Save yourself some money. Yeah, just rent it when, when yeah, the project when comes. The, when the money's there and the client has money for that, it's like, cool, I'll rent it out. Bam. But like owning it, it's going to put you in stress. You're going to be so cool breaking your bank. No, it is. $8,000 camera. It is. But it is. You can like How walk often around are and be like, you shooting my videos that's gonna help you pay off that. That's debt the now. thing, you know what I mean. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's like you can take it and do your own personal projects, and that even goes to like personal and client projects. Having to keep your sanity, like I don't know, like you, pro- you can attest to this. Having to do client projects, people always think like working with big brands and stuff is like crazy cool, and it is. But it also can be a headache because everyone art is so subjective that everybody thinks they're an artist in the sense of people that are supposed to just like sign off on the work you're doing will tell you Bro, exactly what they want it's man. like if you're hiring me to do my job let me do my job let me do my job and that kind of part is where it's like 
people need to learn to trust the artists because it's like, hey, I do this every day. I look at the landscape every day. I know what people, not even just like, but what people will gravitate towards in the video. So there's a reason why that cut is there or that song is there or this is there. And a lot of people, I feel like, don't understand that. And because art's so subjective, they think they got the answers. But you ain't got the answers, Sway. But they think they got the answers. It's so crazy when you think about it. Because like, sometimes people are like, I've had people come to me, I love your work. Thanks, man. And then they're like, yeah, I want to do a video like this, 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 this. It's like, it's cool to have references, but don't tell me, you know, frame for frame exactly what you want to do. Because now it's like, all right, just ask your boy to hold up his yeah. iPhone and like, you guys can shoot a video. <laughs> it. Like, be good. Are you there for me to create or are you there to just give me an instruction guide and make your Ikea furniture? I don't, I don't like to, like, one of the things is like, especially with like music videos and like rap videos, I don't like when people come to me with like a reference and like certain references. They're like, yo, I want a video where I'm just trapping in the house. And I'm like, okay, cool but like what meaning does that have what's the narrative to that and they know and it's like there's no connection to the song and like what you're doing you're like talking about you know being a good guy and then you're trapping it whipping it up <laughs> in the crib or vice versa and it's like it doesn't make sense when you when you when you when you want to do stuff like that and it's like yeah you want to shake your dress like chief keith but it's like after we're done that scene you think we're done and it's like no like all right let's do the other stuff we need to do and after they're like they're all ste- like out of steam and they're like all right i'm done i smoke too much it's like I just want to have this scene where I'm smoking, like just chiefing. I want to blow some smoke. It's in just the like their inspiration now. But they just want to do copy it, it. So, and it's crazy because, like, when they do it, they excessively smoke. Like mm-hmm. they just do the most. And then after you're like trying to get the actual scenes that you need to make the video, yeah. And they're so high that it's just like they're like standing there looking at the camera, and you're like, "Bro, are you gonna start doing what mm-hmm. you gotta do, or are we just gonna, you know, be high?" Yeah. This is pointless at that point. But it's like, yo, if you hire somebody to do their job, let them do their job. Give us, like, you know, your creative, your creative, your brand's creative direction. And, like, let us, like, sort out certain things and, and fill out the roles and, like, you know, make sure we get that image across. But if you really, 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 really want to hold hands and, like, you know, find somebody that doesn't want to, like, take that role of like you know being a director being like you know the creative producer director on like the set of the film or like the campaign if you really want to do all that stuff yourself like take that role do that but like go find a dp don't go find a like you know a director videographer that like really like passionately loves doing all of these things and like take that away from them because now you're now you're taking something away from them that they really love doing and now you're making it a chore it's true you know i mean like i love i love Mm -hmm. doing doing film and like shooting but it's like as soon as you make it a chore by like really like poking me and saying like i want it like this i want it like this i want it like this it needs to be like this it needs to be like that it's like at that point you're not asking me to do my job you're just like asking me to hold the camera yeah because at the same time it's like when you go and buy any product there is out in the world you're buying it based off whatever their creation is you're not you didn't really have input on that so you're just buying what you're looking at. So at the same time, when it comes to film and video, you hire someone because you love their work. Hey, Wills, I like your work. I want to work with you. I want you to create something. Here's my inspiration. What's your interpretation of it and create it? That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Not to tell you exactly what to do because now it's like you're not doing that. Now you're just a tool to create my vision. But my vision might not necessarily be in the way it should be in the sense of how it should be interpreted. 
through a filmmaker's eyes, yep. not through just a regular civilian. And tying it all the way back to like what we first started talking about, is mm-hmm. it comes down to like inspiration and, and copying and blatant copying and like all that stuff. It's like don't look at a video or like something and come to somebody and be like, "Yo, like this can go two ways because this can be on the creator as well." But don't come to me and it's like, yo, I want my video to look exactly like this and show me like a P. Diddy video. And you're like, you want it frame for frame. It's like, one, do you have a budget for it? Two, it's like, I'm not going to do that. Like, now you're asking me, now you're not, you're asking me not to do what I do. You're just asking me to like literally copy frame for frame. Yeah. Second note, don't come to me, like, not don't come to me. It's like, yo, if we're doing something and like, you know, you're lowballing or whatever the case is, you need to understand how much work goes into a lot of these things mm-hmm. that we're doing. A lot of people think that, like, you know, it's cut and paste or shoot and drop. Like, all right, cool. We shoot a video. I plug my my camera into the computer and boom, your video's done. No, it's like, yo, there's a lot of time that goes into, like, not just editing and stitching things together, but it's like, how do you think your colors look so nice? It's like, because, you know, we take time to do that, too. Like, all those things. It's like, why is my video or better than like the next person's video or so why is their video better than my video it's like because they're taking time to like you know make those cuts or they've had the experience and they they spent the time learning to color like there's certain things like i've i've seen certain things like i'm really i'm really like keen on on my cadence with with videos and like i've learned i've learned things throughout this year that helped me make my videos better and it's like even like the timing of videos so that when i put it on instagram it loops smoothly and like it doesn't feel like it's ending abruptly and it's like yo you need to really like pay attention to like your know your tempo and stuff like that but yeah it's like you gotta really you gotta really take in like who you're hiring and 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 allowing them to create and be themselves when they're creating as well definitely definitely and i think that's a a perfect note to end on by giving these people the uh the spoken word on uh what they need to be doing for the next thing yeah yeah. So actually for a question for you guys is one I'd say is um where do you guys draw the line between inspiration and just like blatant copying? And two, what's your guys' thoughts on you giving your input to a filmmaker to create something or just allowing them to do their work or totally just controlling at the situation and telling them exactly what to do. Uh we want to definitely hear your thoughts on that. But uh thank you guys for being part of our very first episode of the secret filmmaker society podcast thank you guys so much for being part of that part of this you're here to the end um again let us know your feedback with those questions we'll let you guys know where you can find us online you can find me joshua tubbs at customatic c-u-s-t-o-m-a-t-i-c and you can find wills at j-a-y-w-i-l-l-s dot c-o j-wills dot co dope and then you can catch and see all our work we do amazing video work not just saying that I believe we do because we do and people tell us we do, but we've been doing this thing because we do what we do. But yes, thank you guys for being part of this. Uh, We will catch you guys on the flip side. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, social media and all that jazz. And we will see you guys later. Peace.